Good afternoon, everyone. I am your host, Brandon Anderson, and this is the Graham Slam Podcast. This is episode 9, The Final Countdown. And you may be asking or wondering, what is the final countdown? Well, it is the final countdown to the Pioneer League playoffs of 2021. We are in the final two weeks of baseball starting tomorrow night. And continuing for the next two weeks, we will have games and fight for that number one spot in each division, whether it be the north or south. The vibes are completely out of the playoffs at this point. There is no possible way of a comeback, which is okay. It is what it is. We experienced this in 2019 with the Rocky Mountain vibes, and we're experiencing it again this time around. It's okay. We've got some good baseball still to come up with the Rocky Mountain Vibes. Two series remaining, the Grand Junction Rockies and the Ogden Raptors who are coming back into town for their last series here in Colorado Springs until the 2021 season. So look forward to that, Uh, but let's go ahead and jump in the opening topic, which I wanted to do what is now called the Vibes Check. Uh, what is a Vibes Check? Is the review of the last week of baseball. And let me tell you, the last week and couple days for the Rocky Mountain Vibes has been relaxing, you could say. Um, the Vibes left or were playing in Color Springs last Saturday night, um, which was the... Uh, 20 or no sorry the 14th of August the game on Sunday the 15th was canceled due to weather Monday's game was moved to the 28th of August for the uh, Toasty Mania event um, and game or promotion per se and then they went on the road to Billings Montana was supposed to start on the 18th that game got canceled due to the rain Thursday's game got canceled due to the field condition. Same with Friday. And then finally, on Saturday, they were ready to play a doubleheader. Now, the Vibes and the Mustangs ended up playing six games, six seven-inning games, within three days. I don't know how they did it. It It's crazy to me. And most of the players all played in all six games. It is an amazing thing to see. So with the vibes check, I am officially going to go over each game with batting recaps, um, pitching, and just the overall uh, stats of the game. So the top story out of the um, actual vibes organization is, of course, they ended up with six full days off before even taking the field. And then, of course, ended up playing three consecutive days of doubleheaders. Game one, uh, the Vibes ended up winning in a knockout round thanks to Manny Oloke. And then, that was knockout round. He ended up hitting four out of the five pitches were home runs to win that game. Um, Batting recap, Sergio Macias, a double and gained three RBIs total in the game. Manny also had a stolen base. Pitching recap, um, Ochola, Ochola pitched 4.1 innings, gave up four hits, two runs, two walks, and two strikeouts. 
Davis took over in the bottom of the fourth and pitched 2.2 innings, giving up three hits, one run, two strikeouts with no walks. Uh, the game goes to the full distance, like I was saying. Um, tie game ended up being essentially uh, how the game ended, and the Vibes took the game and win in the knockout round with Manny uh, hitting four out of those five home runs. I do not believe the Billings Mustangs hit any home runs during the knockout round. Um, so congratulations to Manny on that. That is, the I believe, the second time Manny has won us. Uh, the knockout round first time was that first series back at the first part of the season. Uh, game two, which uh, followed up uh, about an hour after the first one ended, we ended up losing four to two. Um, unfortunately, on this one, with the pitching, it just did not favor out for us. Um, when we look at the batting recap, we had uh, Lopez uh, got a double. Jacob Barfield hits his 19th home run of the season and then both Lopez and Barfield drive in the only runs with one RBI each. Uh, pitching area we had the starter pitcher was Aaron Solis I believe that's how you pronounce his name who pitched 5.1 innings gave up six hits four runs and struck out eight batters ending with an ERA of 7.01. Uh, Juan Pindai, Pinda Penda, I believe is how you name, say it, uh, took over in the bottom of the sixth and only pitched uh, 0.2 of an inning, uh, leaving with a 6.88 ERA, giving up no hits, no runs, with no walks or strikeouts. So um, kind of basically came in to close out that uh, bottom of the sixth inning um, with this being a seventh inning game. Uh, he did not have to pitch with the uh, Billings Mustangs, ended up taking the win there. Sunday, um, we had another, again, doubleheader, game three of the series. The Vibes get the win again with a knockout round, and thanks again to Manny. Um, batting recap in this game, Macias Barnes and Bunita, Bunita, I believe is how you pronounce his name, um, all had doubles. Brandon Perez had a triple um, Perez also had three RBIs and Barfield with one. Uh, pitching, we had um, John Cora pitches five innings, giving up three hits, five runs, two walks, and eight strikeouts, leaving a, with a 7.25 ERA. Farfan took over and pitched one inning, giving up one hit, no base on balls or strikeouts, leaving with a 4.88 ERA. And then the closing pitcher, who essentially got the win for this game, is Marcelino. He came in and pitched an inning, giving up no hits or runs, um, and two strikeouts, leaving with a 3.27 ERA. Game goes to the full distance, like just like the first game on Saturday. Uh, the game was tied at five, and the Vibes got the knockout win with Manny hitting three home runs in the knockout round. Believe again in this one, Billings Mustangs did not hit any home runs, um, but Manny got three out of the five, which were home runs and won the game for him. Game four, another game started about an hour after the first one. The Vibes took another win in this game was the headline, um, and the bats were were on fire. Um, batting recap: Manny Oloke hits two doubles, Bernita Macias. 
a known all-hit home runs in this game. Uh, Brunita Oloque Esparza get R- get an e- RBI each, and then alone unknown. And Macias grabbed four RBIs each. That is crazy to me that they hit that. They got that many RBIs in a game. Uh, Macias and Nunez both stole a base each. Um, and then when we switch over to the pit- pitching recap, uh, Dipland started the game pitching five innings, giving up five hits, five runs, while walking two, striking out five, and leaving with a 7.50 ERA. Uh, Pena. Pendia pitches 0.2 inning, giving up a hit and a walk. Farfan came in to close the game and pitches 1.1 inning, giving up a hit and a run, leaving with a 4.96 ERA and the winning pitcher of the game. That closed out that series, at least for game three and four. Then we came back on Monday, which was just yesterday. These two games were not in the Vibes' favors at all. Um, I think that's the biggest headline out of yesterday. Vibes ended up getting shut out in the first game, losing 7 to nothing. Um, we saw nothing in the batting area. There was five hits throughout the game. Nothing special. Nothing even like put on the charts. Uh, pitching recap, again, this was not a great game for the Vibes. Uh, Herberto Sanchez was the starting pitcher. Um, who pitched 3.2 innings, giving up six hits, two runs, and walked two and struck out two. Uh, Gomez came in, pitched 0.1 inning, giving up three hits, five runs, walking two and only striking out one. For having pitched 0.1 inning and giving up that many runs and hits and walking people is just outrageous to me. That's so crazy. Um, I did not on this game see the ERAs posted for these pitchers. Um, and then the last pitcher was uh, Guardo, I believe is how you pronounce his name, pitched 2.0 innings, giving up two hits, walking one, and striking out three. Again, Vibes took the loss in that uh, game. And then when we came to the sixth game, um, we ended up seeing the um batting recap we had Mike Anone got a double Bernita and Perez both had an RBI each um pitching Herrera started the game only pitched 0.2 innings giving up two hits four runs two walks and striking out one leaving it with a 15.35 ERA Yeesh, that is so high um Farfan then came in and pitched 3.1 innings and gave up two hits one walk and five strikeouts leaving with a 5.0 ERA. Uh, Pindia uh, finished the game pitching 2.0 innings, giving up three hits and three runs, one walk and four strikeouts, leaving with a 6.38 ERA. Um, During the series, Vibes scored a total of 25 runs and gave up 32 runs total. This proves to be the mass problem with the Vibes is in all these series, they essentially have played this year. They have yet to score more runs in a series than how many they've gave up. And to me, that is a clear-cut message of why we are losing games, why the Rocky Mountain Vibes are stuck at 19 wins in the overall season. Um, it's just it's it's crazy to me to think that we have yet to have a series where the Vibes have scored more runs than their opponents, 
and we're heading into the last two series of the season. Can they do it? I don't believe so, especially with the Rockies and the Raptors being the teams they're playing. I don't think that'll happen. Um, the leaders, at least for this weekend, um, or the week ending, were Sergio Macias, uh, highest batting average of 3.77. Uh, Jacob Barfield with 19 home runs total, and then Jacob Barfield with 60 RBIs. Now, I, I have questioned this in the past. I am still questioning it to today. I've not got any answers on this, but Jacob Barfield is listed at the uh, Vibes game home games as having, I believe last I looked, was 29 home runs, and if that's correct... He would have 30 home runs in the season now with the home run he hit during this last series. I am going to try to get some clarification when we go to the game tomorrow to try to find out what exactly, how many home runs he actually has. Point streak has seemed to be pretty right on these stats lately. They've never changed it. They've updated it when he's hit these home runs. So I'm not quite sure where the Vibes organization and their stats are getting that he most likely tomorrow or night when we go to the game, he'll have 30 home runs on their um, batting stats when he comes to bat. Um, same with RBIs. I think he has a lot more than 60 on the Vibes um, batting chart. So it's going to be interesting to see where that came from. Um, as far as I can track back, I've only recorded seeing him with 19 home runs as point streak is stating um, so I'm not quite sure where that came from um, but when we switch over to the pitching side for leaders Ocho 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 ah, and I believe again how you pronounce his name is leading the vibes with three wins three wins is all he's leading the team with which is just crazy to me it's only three wins for a pitcher uh, Cora has 88 strikeouts, and Marcelino with 3.27 ERA. So this is your recap, your vibes check for the last uh, week. We have had no transactions since the 19th, which I had posted. Um, but other than that, that's about where we're at for the season. And a look at the next... Um, a series coming up this week is here in Color Springs for four games against the Grand Junction Rockies. And then you switch to Grand Junction on Sunday of next week um, to face them for two games. They're off. And then they come back to Color Springs uh, to face the Ogden Raptors uh, for a full series. And then I believe they do not have an off day that following Tuesday. They go straight back to... Uh, Grand Junction and play two games there. Um, now, as far as what I am understanding, there is on the 25th, which is tomorrow, it should be a double header um, for the Rocky Mountain Vibes and the Rockies. The first game is going to be a continuation of the game that got uh, delayed or canceled about a week and a half ago. So we'll see that start up and then a most likely a seven inning game after that. So look forward, Vibe fans. Get out while you can to these last few remaining games. I believe there's 10 total games left at home. And then the season is over with for uh, the Rocky Mountain Vibes. And there's a lot of unanswered questions going into this offseason that I'm hoping to get answered. 
um, as time goes on into that the playoff episode coming in about two weeks, um, along with a final review of the Rocky Mountain Vibes season. I'll be going over full stats and just talking about the overall perspective of what we saw, what didn't work, what kind of worked, I guess you could say. I don't even know if we want to go that route. Um, the team, again, has not even gone over 20 wins. Hopefully they can get over that. I know at the first part of the half of the season, we were hoping for 10 wins. We got it. Hopefully we can get the 20. Um, just say we did get the 20. Um, so that that's your weekend review and vibe check. That'll be the new segment to open up the episodes each week. Um, and then let's go ahead and hop right on in to our main topic today which is the final countdown of the Pioneer League and looking across the league and where we stand, who's in the playoffs, and a little bit of a playoff preview of what we could see and my predictions that I had posted over on Instagram the other day. Let's jump into that main topic today, the final countdown. So we have exactly two weeks left of baseball for the Pioneer League until we jump into the playoffs. Currently, right now, when we are looking at the second half, obviously we already know that the Ogden Raptors and the Missoula Paddleheads have clinched their respective division playoff spot for the first half. Um, Teams potentially joining them in the second half. So currently right now, the Billings Mustangs are leading the Northern Division 19 wins, 14 losses, and the Idaho Falls Chuckers are right behind them trying to clinch a spot in the playoffs. They are currently two games behind, sitting at 17-16 and record. So all these teams, Mustangs and Idaho Falls Chuckers, Last 10 games have been three wins, seven losses. Um, So if this continues, um, essentially at that point, uh, we most likely will see Billings Mustangs um, advance into the uh, playoffs uh, to face the Paddleheads. Now, when we look at the schedule for the Billings Mustangs, they will be playing the, they will be traveling to uh, play the Voyagers. Uh, in Great Falls. So that'll be their series, and then they will wrap up the season um, essentially uh, playing the uh, at home against the Chuckers. So it, it could all come down to that last series where we're going to be watching that series pretty close to see who gets into the North Northern Division um playoffs to face the paddleheads now of course no matter what if the paddleheads who are also sitting at 17 and 6 somehow advance up to the top in the first spot again uh, the second place winner will take that uh, other spot in the northern division as far as I remember about the Pioneer League uh, playoffs from two years ago uh, when the uh, Rocky Mountain Vibes were playing in it and how that worked with the split season Uh, Now, when we travel down to the Southern Division, 
Currently, right now, the Boise Hawks and the Grand Junction Rockies are the ones fighting for that first uh, place position. So currently, right now, the Boise Hawks are sitting at 20 wins, 13 losses in first place. And then the Grand Junction Rockies are sitting at 17 and 14, two games back. Now, keep in mind, the Grand Junction Rockies are down a game. Um, so are the Rocky Mountain Vibes due to that makeup game that they will be making up along with Saturday's game. Um, technically, they're behind two games at this very moment, um, both teams, because of the game being moved to Saturday. And then, of course, the uh, makeup game that they're having to do, I believe, tomorrow night. So what we see is obviously the Grand Junction Rockies are playing the vibes uh, for the current series coming up. Um, it shouldn't be too hard for the uh, Grand Junction Rockies. They have had very much success against the Rocky Mountain Vibes this season. Um, but then when you look at the last series of the season, um, we are seeing the Rockies are traveling to Boise to essentially face them. So conveniently enough, both of the two teams that are leading each division close the season with those teams. Now, of course, as far as I know, um, the the Rockies are playing the uh, Rocky Mountain Vibes for two games on the... Let's see here. So it's Wednesday and Thursday. They are essentially... There's actually, looking at the schedule, and I apologize here, I'm looking at the schedule right now. So there is another three-game series from September 8th to September 10th as of right now. So what we're seeing is that on Wednesday, September 8th, the Rockies will play the Vibes in Grand Junction. Um, those will be two games, as far as I know, based on the uh the Rocky Mountain Vibes schedule, they're supposed to play on Tuesday the 7th as well. But the problem with that is it's on the Vibes official schedule, but it is not on Point Streak. Um, so I'm not quite sure where the disconnect with this original official schedule was compared to what's really happening. Um, when we look at the, the week of... Uh, September 8th, which is a Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, there are games scheduled. Now, the Rocky Mountain Vibes, actually, now that I see it, the Vibes are scheduled for a double header on September 8th, or, yeah, September 8th, with the Grand Junction Rockies in Grand Junction, so I'm not quite sure what's going on with this. Um, but the Hawks play the Raptors. Mustangs play the Paddleheads, Voyagers play the Chuckers, and that's the series that we see the remainder Thursday and Friday with the Grand Junction Rockies and Vibes not playing Thursday or Friday. I'm not, again, not quite sure what this is all about. I don't know if these are makeup games that never did actually get completed, um, but at least in the, the final actual series of the season, um, we are going to see kind of a, a push for the two spots in the South and the North Division. Um, obviously, one in each uh, division or whatnot. So, who will it be? 
time will only tell, but here's my prediction. The North will have the Missoula Paddleheads facing the Billing, Billings Mustangs. And the South will see the Raptors facing the Hawks. Obviously, those are the current standings right now. I think that's what will continue. I do not believe the Rockies will make a, a big comeback, um, nor do I see the Chuckers making a comeback either. Now, when we get down to the actual remainder of the playoffs, I, I completely see the two top teams of the first half facing off in the finals. So it'll be the Missoula Paddleheads versus the Ogden Raptors. And when it comes down to it, the Ogden Raptors take the 2021 Pioneer League Championship, um, and they are crowned that. That is my prediction. I think that is where we're going to go with this. Um, and again, it'll be the Paddleheads versus the Mustangs, Raptors versus the Hawks. Those are my predictions, and we'll see where we go from there. But up next, I want to go ahead and talk about the offseason and what that means for the Graham Slam podcast and where the podcast will go during that time frame. Um, if there is baseball news, things like that, that will essentially be brought up. I'll be trying to uh, look towards the Pioneer League for um, any kind of news information, maybe some interviews with someone. I've been trying this all season long, haven't got anywhere with it. Um, but it is a goal of mine. Um, and then, of course, with the offseason also brings the secondary version of the uh, Graham Slam podcast in talking about pro wrestling, which is for the All Elite Wrestling Organization. They are red hot right now. Um, I was planning on having an episode up this past Saturday for the review of AEW Rampage and uh, CM Punk's uh, debut in AEW, but that did not go as planned. I'm still trying to work out of how I'm going to do um, a episodes with a co-host uh, for the Graham Slam podcast AEW edition, um, which will be a good friend of mine in Ohio that I have uh, pretty much grown up with. His name is Chris. We are huge AEW fans, wrestling fans overall. Um but still trying to figure the aspect of how that's going to work, when we're going to record, what's being covered, and different segments like that. Um, but at least with the Grand Slam podcast, baseball-wise, um, I am going to do my hardest to continue a weekly episode. If I um, have different topics, I may look back at the 2019 vibes, uh, the overall season of the Rocky Mountain Vibes this year for the 2021 season and kind of really break down where to go from here with the Vibes. Um, trying to get some more information if they are staying, as I talked about last week with the Monclova um, organization in Mexico or if we are moving towards a normal baseball team. Um, also looking at the Pecos League as well and getting some inf more information about the Color Springs Snow Sox. There's a lot to talk about over the next roughly about 8-9 months until the 2022 season starts. Um, and kind of to venture off into those 
scenarios of what we could see. We obviously are gaining two more teams, as I talked about last week with the expansion. Um, So it'll be an interesting take to really look at where the 2022 season goes, what that has in store for the Rocky Mountain vibes, and do we get a brand new team again for the third season, or do we kind of keep who we have um, under this uh, Monclova contract? All those stories and issues will be brought up during the offseason. And again, trying to get some player interviews maybe even during the offseason and connect a little more with them. So if you can get me in touch with any of those listening out there, whether it be anybody in the Pioneer League, I don't care if it's someone on another team, it's a Vibes player, um, management for the Pioneer League, any of that, I would be happy to interview and to essentially have on the the show to kind of talk through the 2022 plans, what the plans are with these two new teams, and kind of going forward with that. Um, so I want to at least just end this episode on that note, on a good note. Looking forward to continuing this podcast. It's hard to believe I'm already up to episode 9, um, but look for more to come, uh, more with the AEW uh, podcast. I am looking for kind of a transition into all elite wrestling podcast here shortly um it'll be added on to this weekly episode every week um so we'll kind of see where that goes um but hope everyone has a good week look forward to getting back out to vibes uh games this week um if you haven't already heard this saturday night is toasty mania um, which is a collaboration with the Color Springs Wrestling uh, Company, and they will essentially uh, be having matches like they have in the past, and um, just an overall great night of baseball. And they just released a design just minutes ago with the uh, Ultimate Toasty, which is a... Uh, knock on not necessarily knock but a vision of toasty as the ultimate warrior for any uh, old school wrestling fans out there the shirt looks awesome i hope it is not 35 dollars again and essentially we can't use our season ticket discount on it would be greatly appreciated if they would allow that Um, i understand it's probably a limited shirt Um, and then they're also giving away posters that night with ultimate toasty on it and Toasty Mania design, so it's a real old-school wrestling feel to it for this baseball game. It'd be so awesome if they did some kind of jersey design for it, too, but I know they're not. Um, that would be top-down, top one of the coolest things ever. But get out there. We have four days of baseball in Colorado Springs. Get out there, support the vibes, support your local community, and let's get Toasty Vibes fans. Have a great week. We'll be back here next Tuesday and go from there. Have a great one, everyone. <laughs>